BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C. Down to Biscay. Five on the floor, ride for my dogs. Where here's the thing, you can check the score. Hustle hard, couple scars, wearing bubble frogs. Just like Buckley said, you in trouble, y'all. Kept the floor plan, got an all band. Y'all seen the block, stop the one hand. And Pat, we trust, it's power, have the guts. We're here to bring the heat, y'all can hang it up. Welcome to Five on the Floor, a daily insider show on the Miami Heat and the NBA featuring Ethan Skolnick, Greg Sylvander, and Alex Toledo, plus others from the Five Reasons Sports Network. Welcome back to Five on the Floor. I'm your host, Greg Sylvander. Today's floor plan with me, no Ethan, no Alex, but I have better than that. Brady Hawk. You can follow him on Twitter at BradyHawk305. Every time I look, this dude has 10,000 more followers. It's crazy. Uh, so shout out to him for for coming along uh, for this episode. He's shaking his head like, why am I shouting him out all the time? But that's my job. Today's floor plan. Uh, we here at the network, uh, and this is something that if you were subscribed to Off the Floor, you'll already know, uh, had some great conversations um, and those conversations have led to some great intel and a little bit was put on off the floor today. And so we're going to get into the heat rotation as it would look today based off of an informed opinion uh, that uh, we posted on off the floor earlier, Ethan posted it there. So we're going to recap that for those of you who don't subscribe, if not, you should go to winnow.app off the floor um, and uh, it's $3 and five cents a month, seven day trial. It's going to ramp up here as training camp comes. So check that out. Before we dive into this episode, though, which is going to be interesting because we've got some real, uh, some some interesting stuff to talk about. And the fact that, uh, you know, it is informed information is going to be super interesting. So I'm teeing this up as much as I can. Let's talk about a couple of our great sponsors. Our official daily fantasy sponsor is prize picks. Use the code five F I V E. That'll get your initial deposit matched up to a hundred dollars. Y'all know prize picks, choose your favorite players on your favorite teams in your favorite sports. You can do flex plays, power plays, uh, win up to 10 times or more of your money. They do all kinds of cool stuff like protected plays and discounted player props. You got to use the code five F I V E. That's to get your initial deposit matched up to a hundred dollars. It's daily fantasy made easy, great app or web-based platform. Uh, so check out the daily fantasy sponsor of uh, five reason sports. And then we have our gambling sponsor and that's better edge. And people always are asking us like, 
What's different about Better Edge, right? So just quickly to give you guys an idea, it's a social betting marketplace. Users buy and sell betting positions without a VIG. So instead of like a trad traditional sports book where the book sets the price, accepts your bet, takes fees and pays out wings, Better Edge Marketplace will connect users on the opposite sides of bets that you've set at your prices. So you find the value that you are looking for, use the code 5RSN. That'll get you $20 to play right now. Right now, I'm in the midst of playing all kinds of fun college football, NFL, NBA will be kicking uh, uh, in here shortly. So use the code 5RSN for 20 bucks there. Those are our sponsors. And now we have today's episode. All right. So back to this uh, episode where we're going to talk a little bit about Miami's rotation as it stands today. So this is not a Dame-centric episode. Sorry, folks. Uh, Brady and I are going to talk about if the, if the season started with the rotation and the roster as it is today, what that might look like. So I'm going to start by a post that was um, uh, uh, posted on Off the Floor, our subscription feed uh, by Ethan. And it says, this was proposed to me today by an insider as a very possible heat rotation if Dame Lillard is not here by training camp. Starters, Bam Adebayo, Jimmy Butler, Kevin Love, Josh Richardson, and Tyler Hero. The core bench pieces would be Kyle Lowry, who would be finishing games, not starting them, Caleb Martin, Duncan Robinson, Competing for the backup big spot, you're looking at Thomas Bryant with Orlando Robinson uh, maybe pushing him. And then you have uh, competing for that 10th man kind of final end of the rotation. You have Jovic, you have Hawkes, you have Hayward Highsmith. And Ethan posed the question, is that team deeper and better than last season's? So we're not going to do that. Brady, initial thoughts to this because we know – so just to make it clear – this is not from like Eric Spolstra, who's going to do the coaching and make the coaching decisions. They haven't gone into training camp. It's very preliminary, but it's interesting because it it, it is um, from a quote unquote insider that would obviously know what the thinking would be. Brady, what are your thoughts of let's start here. Kevin Love in the starting lineup. You've been a, a proponent of him being a guy who may give Miami more than the fans are expecting. What are your thoughts on him kind of already being mentioned as the starter next to Bam in the front court? Yeah, I think it makes a lot of sense. I, I think the thing that worries some people is the fact that you cannot play him, like start him 82 games because of what we saw last season. Like it works when you have a, acquire a guy late in the season and then can work him into the playoff flow and he has fresh legs. If you're burning him out and starting, uh, I don't know if that'll work as well, but I think what you'd see with Kevin Love is the role that Myers had a couple like a couple years ago. Like the fact that he's going to come in and probably play the first six or seven minutes and probably not play again the rest of the half. And then he's going to start the second half, play six or seven minutes. So he's probably going to be hovering around that like 13, 14 minutes a game range. So that's kind of what I'd imagine. But it does make sense because I think it does a lot of the stuff that you want for Jimmy and Bam in terms of the the spacing. I thought they found a really good connection in the half court, but more so I thought it was the fact of, I, I posted it the other day because it was actually his birthday and I posted the stuff that the full court passes from the playoffs. He is a full mixtape on just full court passes in a Miami Heat uniform. Like I he know. was here for six hours and he has a full mixtape. Like it's crazy what he was able to do in that span. So yeah, it makes sense. Uh, we hit on the stuff with the Tyler and Richardson. I've said, you know, we did the whole point guard podcast. 
Uh, I've said before that I think if Damian Lillard wasn't in Miami to start the season, I think the backcourt, starting backcourt is Tyler Hero and Josh Richardson. They can kind of just figure out a way to mix ball handlers and figure out a way to run an offense in a different manner in a way that Spo always likes to describe. Uh, But I think, I know I don't mean to skip ahead, but I think the thing that catches many people's eyes when they set, when you set this baseline, which is what this is, this is like a quick little baseline is when you hear like the young guys that everybody's excited about and immediately hearing immediate impact. And then you see them competing for the 10th man. Like, I think that that would be the part that would surprise most people. Absolutely. We're going to spend some time there because that is the big takeaway. Um, But to not skip too far ahead, uh, and I promise we're going to get there quick, everyone. Don't worry, because that's what really Brady and I want to talk about. Uh, The core bench pieces, and I agree with everything you said about Kevin Love, and it is crazy. Like, I didn't realize how many hit ahead long passes he had until somebody dropped that tape. And I'm like, whoa, like even just in the Knicks series, we say like there was that one that turned the series around. No, like he was doing it all the time. There's it's just crazy. So I, I'm glad you brought that up. Jay Rich and Hero will make a backcourt work. I'm with you on all that core bench stuff, though. Kyle Lowry finishing games potentially. Um, I don't agree. I think that uh, while he could finish games, I think that ultimately uh, they'll probably be better with Josh and Tyler in the backcourt. Caleb Martin coming off the bench is interesting uh, considering where he ended the season, but not surprising. Duncan Robinson playing his way back into a core bench spot is good for Miami in a lot of ways. And I think this is interesting. Ethan said to compete for the backup big spot, you have Thomas Bryant, who's a shoe and Orlando Robinson, who, you know, technically, they could he's not he's not out of the uh woods yet in terms of his guarantee but it looks like they're going to guarantee his contract so let's just talk core bench let's talk about backup big we're going to save the 10th man stuff for a little bit here cuz i think that could be taken in a number of ways what are your thoughts on the core bench pieces is there anyone missing is there anyone that shouldn't be mentioned and then what are your thoughts on this idea of from a backup big perspective that we're right down to Thomas Bryan and Orlando Robinson, when you already have Kevin Love in the, in the, in the starting lineup, I think that that's interesting that they're, I guess you're always going to play two bigs, but uh, with Caleb there and with Bam and with Butler, et cetera, I think it's an interesting thing. What are your thoughts on all of those players as they're mentioned by the insider Ethan is quoting here? So I'll say for sure when I hear core bench, I mean, I think it's bracketed pretty well, but I'll say Duncan and Caleb is what immediately comes to my mind is like what you're utilizing off the bench and kind of keying in on, on both sides of the ball. Like that goes without saying the Kyle Lowry point. I think we probably as a, as a program have not given him enough credit for the fact that I don't even think we've talked about him from a basketball perspective much you're heading right. into the next season. If Dave wasn't here. Uh, and I think he's a fine backup point guard for this team. I think he could do a lot of this stuff distributing wise and get these guys in their spots he could do stuff maybe in a limited role to kind of do stuff as a pull-up shooter. Like there's certain stuff they could do there. But I did think that was an interesting point in terms of could finish games because you mentioned that would essentially, because in my opinion, it's Jimmy, Caleb, Bam, Tyler. So mm-hmm. who's the fifth guy? So are you basically saying Josh won't be cl- closing games? Are you kind of projecting forward? But I personally think it means, do we trust the kind of the, Tyler Jimmy grouping to kind of set everybody up where like, do they trust to have the ball in their hands where they kind of want a guy like Kyle in there to set everything up? Good point. Uh, because they don't have that point guard. Like that's kind of why I think they say could finish games. And 
injuries always happen. The guys are in and out of the lineups. It, this is all going to move very quickly. So that can all, can all change. But I definitely think we haven't talked about Kyle probably enough. As as for the backup, big spot, I will say since before Summer League, uh, I've been saying I think Orlando Robinson can outplay Thomas Bryant potentially for that spot. And I think that's caught people by surprise just because we know what Thomas Bryant can do. We've seen what he's done in past years. He has the talent there. The fact that maybe Spoke can unleash it in a different way. He could potentially stretch the floor. Uh, he has a little bit more to his game offensively than we've seen with a lot of Miami's bigs in the past that they've picked up. But I think they really do like Orlando Robinson. Like even hearing the fact like the them throwing the him in the potential core nine yeah. is like credit enough. Like that's the credit. And he's been working out, I know, with Bam a ton this offseason. Uh, been doing a lot of that type of stuff. And I know he played really well in summer league. He stretched the floor pretty well. It will kind of come down to how I think personally how he looks defensively. I think that'll push things because if he even looks somewhat serviceable in his role compared to what they potentially could get from Thomas Bryant defensively, I think that pushes his his case even more so. I don't know if we're going to see that to that degree, but I do think it is an interesting point to see Thomas, I mean, Orlando Robinson on that list. And I do think he could kind of crack that range. Uh, but yeah, that's pretty much bracketed correctly. That's why I keep saying we've been, we've been meaning to do this rotation podcast just because I know we said we weren't going to answer Ethan's question, but when he said, is this team deeper? This team is deeper. Like oh, this yeah. team is, you were like talking about the, these first 10 guys and we haven't even got to three more guys. The are fun ones. Next, yeah. And are the literal fun ones that everybody wants to see out there. So it's like, this team is 100% deep and it is going to be, if, if this is the team that they're rolling out next season, Spo is going to have some real questions to deal with. And it's probably a good problem. We've talked about in the past where he doesn't have enough talent. He has a bunch of guys to kind of utilize. So we'll see how he mixes it in. But yeah, I think, that was a fair evaluation to kind of see those guys as the core guys that they'll kind of build around, I guess, off the bench. Agree. And the fact that we've leaned in that direction is, um, you know, that uh, for one, it makes us feel good that we're, you know, kind of tracking correctly to what we thought would happen there. I think that we as a show have not given Kyle Lowry enough credit. I probably lead the charge there. Ethan took credit the other night for being the one who doesn't like Kyle, but I think it's well-documented that I um, have been frustrated by him. Uh, the other thing, and it's going to tie into what we talk about after the break here is that we haven't mentioned anyone who's going to pop who we don't know about yet. And there's always a Max Struess or a Gabe Vincent, right? And there was, uh, comments made that I'll get into, um, related to thinking about those guys and making that consideration that I thought was an interesting point of view. So I want to get to that. And then we're going to talk about this uh, conceptual 10th man conversation and the guys there, because I think all of them, uh, and there's one in particular that I think actually is going to end up playing way more than they're slotted in this uh, theoretical rotation. Before we do that though, do you have a water leak and you can't find where it's coming from, or you're dealing with water or mold damage in your home or business? then you got to call Water Cleanup of Florida, 954-579-0356. That's for immediate assistance. With over 60 years of combined experience, Michael, Robert, their whole team, they're prepared to handle any type of, type of leak detection issue or damage from water 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. Water Cleanup of Florida, fully licensed, insured, certified. It's a one-stop shop, so you don't need to go to anyone else for your contract needs for business owners or homeowners. Uh, you can do it all with them. No other contractors required. 
They are uh, service areas, including Miami, Broward, and Palm Beach County. Michael, anytime, you can call him on his personal cell, 954-579-0356. Tell him Greg and Ethan and Brady and Alex from Five on the Floor sent you. He'll take great care of you. Or check out their website, wcufl.com. Again, that's 954-579-0356, Water Cleanup of Florida, wcufl.com. If you have the schmutz, they have the guts. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. What's the first thing you'd do if you had an extra hour in your day? Go for a run, take a nap, maybe check the stats of the latest Miami Heat game? I've got a better idea. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. I've benefited from therapy. I went through some life changes, major life events, had some difficulties, wasn't a believer in therapy, but it helped me and it can help you also. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. So learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash Miami Heat today to get 10% off your first month. Again, that's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash Miami Heat. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C. So here is the most interesting part of this whole thing. Competing for 10th man, Jovich, Hakez, Highsmith. And we have, we're going to talk about the guards that pop. So let me quickly do that. It was mentioned um, that don't sleep on one of these young point guards finding their way into a lineup because um, particularly I have been very critical of the the point guard room. Jamare Bouye, Appears to be more of the up and down player. There's good moments. There's bad moments. Uh, it was mentioned Drew Smith is uh, considered right now to be a little bit more stable and a little bit more of a complimentary piece. I think that that's interesting. And a lot of Heat fans I know were maybe underwhelmed with Drew Smith's overall uh, production throughout Summer League. Uh, I don't know if that's due to expectations, but I think it's just something to watch that when we look at these young guards, that one of those guys is going to get in a, a real opportunity here. But let's get to what everyone wants to talk about. We've been watching uh, Nico Jovic, who's about to be in uh, the uh, championship game. We're recording this in the night before that. Jaime Hawkes is chilling with Jimmy while that's happening. Haywood Highsmith has been in the gym all summer. 
I think Haywood Highsmith is playing for ne- this next team, no matter what the hell happens. I think he finds his way out into the court. My major takeaway is this. If these guys are are in the bucket of 10th, 9th man, if that's really where they're slotted in, and I know that this is not the coaches and there's a lot of basketball to be played and training camps to be done and preseasons and all of that stuff. So I get it. It tells me that if it's time to ante up for Dame, <laughs> I I mean, are we really going to haggle over guys that are really – kind of slotted in that ninth, 10th man, man range? I don't think so. Brady, basketball-wise, though, before we get into tra- transaction bullshit, what are your thoughts about those guys being there? Because I've thought at least one of those three would pop into that core bench area that uh, has Lowry, Robinson, and Caleb Martin were the three players kind of slotted there. What are your thoughts about no Jovic, no Hawkes, and no Haywood Highsmith? So I'll say this. I think this type of baseline is what would be presented to the team in training camp because they'd say to yourself, Jovic, Hawkes, Highsmith, come earn your spot. Like, show me in training camp uh-huh. that you can come and earn your spot. Like, are you going to really – let's just even say they were preparing for Jovic to start at the four. Let's just say hypothetically. And they're going to put Kevin Love in the competing for 10th spot. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> like – this is a total motivational thing to see which guys can push through and kind of get to that next level, in my opinion, personally. But to your point as well, when we're talking about from a basketball perspective, let's just go back to the core bench for a second. Kyle Lowry, Duncan Robinson, Caleb Martin, and let's just say Thomas Bryant. Excluding Caleb Martin, that is a lot of rough defensive pieces to kind of throw out there in a four-man unit. So if you're talking about competing for the 10th man, and I don't know which way, honestly, you were leaning in terms of guy a guy that's going to get the most minutes, Haywood Highsmith makes the most sense to me there. And that may sound crazy because I think a lot of people are excited, including me, to see Jaime Hawkes and in, in Jovic at the next level. But I think in terms of like a regular basis competing for 10th man minutes when Spo is looking down his bench in a game where he, it's getting cl- cl- down to the crunch time and he needs a guy to throw into that lineup. I think he's picking up Haywood Highsmith to throw in there to kind of give them some good minutes. Like that's just which way he's going to lean. So I think this is going to be game dependent. I think it's going to be personnel dependent. Uh, But yeah, I really do believe aside from the basketball stuff that this is kind of that thing where kind of push them to that next level, see what they can do. But last thing I'll say is that this also feels like if this was the layout, Jovic and Hawkins feel like insurance for like Jovic feels insurance for Kevin Love. Like I said, to start this thing, Kevin Love is not playing 82 games. He's not playing close to 82 games. Jovic is going to start games this season. It, no doubt about that. He is going to start games at the four. Is he going to start most of the games? No, I don't think so. But he's going to start games. Jaime Hawkins. Jaime Hawkins is behind Jimmy Butler and Caleb Martin. Is Jimmy Butler playing 82 games? Nope. Absolutely not. Is Kayla Martin? I, I hope so, but we don't. We highly doubt that that's going to happen. So they're going to get big opportunities. So I think that's why they're in that ten man range because they are. Those are the molds of the players that are in front of them, and they're going to jump in. Uh, but I would say to kind of get back to that point was Haywood Highsmith should probably, in my opinion, get bumped up a slot just because of the fact that Spo is going to lean on him because this team needs players like Haywood Highsmith uh, to kind of play that specific role. You're. you're- I mean, you just took every word directly out of my mouth. There's absolutely no way Haywood Highsmith does not play a big role on this team because of the fact that they need all the defensive juice, all the switch, the switch heavy uh, 
stuff that Hayward Highsmith can do without having to think about it just because athletically he can do that because he's long enough and strong enough, et cetera. Like I, I don't see any way that he is not a regular member of the rotation. And so like, I think you're right. It is a great mode. I hadn't thought about it that way that it's like, yo, okay. One of y'all go earn that. Like it's like throwing the ball under the table with Rodney Magruder and saying, go get it or whatever that story was. Um, they kind of are, are doing that. I like that um, that aspect of it. They're all going to get their shots. That's another smart thing that you said because Lowry, he's not going to play a full season. None of these guys are. Like that's kind of, I guess, what more fans need to start embracing is that everyone's going to get to eat some innings throughout a regular season because no one's going to play the full regular season. It's just not a thing anymore. So everyone will get a shot, but – Ultimately, I also want to express to Heat fans when we talk about trade packages, and I'm I'm only going here for a moment. Think about the fact that we're talking about getting Damian Lillard and in the packages that we've talked about, one of the starters <laughs> and the rest are like in the 10th man group of this roster are the guys that you're talking about for getting Damian Lillard. And so just keep things in perspective. If this ever does get done and you end up having to send out an extra young player or an extra few picks, although I think the heat are in good possession, not to just keep that in perspective as we do this exercise. And you see that the top level players in the starting five are still around Jimmy and bam specifically, uh, final thoughts other than Haywood Highsmith popping up into that core group with uh Jimmy hanging out with Jaime recently, Jovic finishing up there. I guess I'll say, uh, who should fans expect gets the call first to start the season out of the two to even get the opportunity to earn minutes? Do you think either of them start the season getting a look, or are they both? kind of out of the picture and Haywood Highsmith because he's just ahead of in the program, for instance, he's got that uh, edge. Where where do you stand on where they'll start the season specifically, not end the season? I think we have different thoughts probably where that'll go, but to start, where do you see it? I think it would lean Jovic not only because of the program, but I think they have Jaime Hawkes types on this roster where they don't have Jovic types. Uh, and in a scenario that I mentioned before, as much as it sounds cliche to say the point Jovic stuff, like I think they're going to get to a point where you, when you don't have a point guard other than Kyle Lowry uh, and you only other playmakers are your best players, like literally your top three players are your other three best playmakers. Like you're going to have to lean on somebody to get you going. And it doesn't even have to be half court. It could be like Kevin Love hit ahead passes. Oh, it could yeah. be Jovic Secondary just stuff. Yep. Yeah. Pushing the break Jovic playing off different sets. Like there's different stuff that they could do. But I just think, Jovic on paper makes the most sense for that reason. Whereas Hawkes, they could throw in there and Caleb's that guy that could play his type of role. Highsmith to a certain degree could kind of play in that corner spot of type of role if he's hitting. Uh, and then obviously the, the guy that he's molded it most out of is Jimmy. So they just have guys that I think they can play in front of him where they could kind of get by. And that's not to disparage him. Like I think Jaime could actually, I've said before, I think that if he gets a, a kind of a, a, Decent stint. I think he could surprise people with his jumper. I think that's going to be the big thing that surprises some people. Uh, and he seems like a guy that once he gets out there would be a real Spo guy. Like he does. And I, yeah. We say that, I guess, about a couple people that rolls through Miami just because 
Miami picks players that are Spo guys. You're right. But he is like, he really is a guy that I think he would like really like to utilize once he got to see him uh, a little bit more. But to answer your question, I do think it would be Jovich first early in the season. It could change throughout the season, depending on what they need. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, I, I think fans will be happy that you say that. I'm happy to hear that. I think the idea of him handling the ball, doing any level of facilitating, making those types of decisions is just that's a cool ass thing for a player like a young a young dude like him with the skill set and body type, et cetera. I think it's just the sky's the limit. Excited to see him in the championship game. So this is the first of we're going to do a few episodes related to um, some of the intel that's came in recently. Um so that's going to be fun. Look us look out for a playback uh, where we kind of get into the state of the state as we get um, right before training camp, get everyone up to speed on on all the latest happenings and what we've heard and what we haven't heard, because I think that sometimes it's it's important to explain that side of it. So look out for us scheduling that playback. We'll have you covered on five on the floor the rest of the week. Shout out to our sponsors, Better Edge, Prize Picks. Use the code five for prize picks. Five SRSN, excuse me, for uh, Better Edge and then Water Cleanup of Florida. Check them out, um, WCUFL.com. Peace out. Thank you for listening to the Five on the Floor on the Five Regional Sports Network. BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Maryland. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code OLDLINE150. Then... Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Maryland today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Maryland only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days from issuance. Please play responsibly. For help, visit mdgamblinghelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM National Harbor. Promotional not available in Washington, D.C.